Hello, everybody, and thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Daniel Emerson, and I'm the Director of Global Education at Felsted School. Welcome to the first sub-series of 10 podcasts that we are delivering on the subject of global education and its impact around the world. Today's guest is Rosanna Guo, Residence Manager at the British Embassy in Beijing. Rosanna started her job as Social Secretary to Her Majesty's Ambassador at the British Embassy in 2003, before taking on the role of Residence Manager with the opening of the Ambassador's Residence to the public for government official events. Rosanna has served five Ambassadors with their families and has been involved with all senior government official visits and arrangements, including royal families and a Prime Minister's visit as well. Rosanna has a passion for international education programs. She has successfully launched several international student exchange programs and is the proud mother of a 14-year-old boy. She has been invited to give several speeches in local public schools across Beijing, as well as various international schools. Rosanna, it's a pleasure to be able to speak with you once again today. How are you? Hi. Hi, Daniel. Fine. Thank you. Nice to catch up online. Absolutely, Rosanna. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, I was wondering, first of all, if you could please uh, explain to us a little bit about the work you do. I mean, Mm -hmm. many students who are interested in global education or international Mm -hmm. relations will have their their hearts set on working in an embassy. Um, Could you tell us about the British Embassy in Beijing and what happens there on a day-to-day basis? Uh, Actually, you know, uh, as I started working at the British Embassy in Beijing since 2003, I can see that uh, with time goes by and then uh, we have been experiencing uh, you know, enormous uh, changes, including like uh, how uh, embassy turned into, you know, more public, and then and then we're in order to, you know, set up more friendly, uh, you know, a closer uh, relationship with not only the government relationship, but also, I mean, the, with uh, China public, uh, you know, so um, embassy in people's mind is not is no longer as a one of the mysterious area that the people are never going to come in, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I can see that uh, um, it's it's more open, and then it's uh, of course it's a government officials that uh, uh, with all the bilateral uh, occasions uh, taking place venue that um, you know we have. Uh, like culture section and also commercial section, and then uh, also trade uh, and also visa section to set up the whole uh, organization, government official organization uh, to cover like the whole uh, diplomatic related uh, issues I can tell between the two countries. Yeah, I don't know whether I can make it very clear or not to you. Well, I mean, it sounds like a very, very broad um, area of work that you're involved with. Could you maybe mm. tell us a bit more about your role or your position as residence yes. manager? Yes, and, and yes. What does that entail? Sure. 
because uh, like uh, uh, 10 or yeah, back to 10 years ago, I mean, a residence manager is a very uh, rare, I mean, it's very rare to set up the image like uh, I mean, how, why, uh, what this kind of person is doing, uh, people is, uh, they are, what they are doing, where are they? You know, when, when I applied for this job, I was kind of totally uh, no idea about, about it. It's only because I think because my major is English, I feel like I just want to explore uh, because I used to work as a PR manager in the uh, hospitality industry. And then, so when I entered into the embassy, the residence used to be a private compound, which is ser which supposed to serve, you know, the whole ambassador's uh, uh, private uh, life, uh, or mostly focusing on ambassador and then the family's uh, uh, need. So uh, I used to work as the PA. I mean, I should say that for you know, to, for arranging some of their logistics. I mean, also some private life arrangements. And, um, and then because uh, residents as ambassadors residents turned into more public use by government officials, especially for uh, senior government officials visit, PM visits, and also royal families visits to China, uh, because, uh, you know, the China and the UK's relationship is uh, uh, entered into the golden era since uh, uh, 2000, uh, 2017, I think. And then uh, there are more and more uh, uh, needs for, uh, you know, for uh, a very prestigious venue to, to, to find a prestigious venue to set up a very high level events or conversations related with, uh, you know, bilateral relationship and then the two countries uh, diplomats. So uh, I'm, um, I have been involved with all this organizing of like a, uh, of this uh, government officials visit, uh, including like uh, their accommodation and then their logistics uh, while they're during their visit and then all the events like taking place at residence. So it's kind of like operational and also e uh, logistics related. Yeah, I should say that. Yes. And can you tell us a little bit about um, when the ambassador changes in the embassy? What mm. impact does that have when there's a, a new person that comes into the post? Oh, I should say that uh, that part is, I should say that Daniel actually is the most challenging part in, in the past 18 years that, uh, you know, I started working with ambassador and uh, their families <laughs> because uh, uh, ambassador would, would ambassador is normally uh, have their post here in China every for about four years. Yeah, so which means that every uh, three or four years or five years that uh, there will be new ambassador to to come to, to post in Beijing, and then uh, so it, there there is a circle that uh, uh, whenever I we're getting to use the how should I say that the working format and that which means that uh, we need to uh, I mean I especially myself together with my team uh, just we need to forget everything we're getting used to we're comfortable with and then just starting from the from the very beginning and then to work with the new ambassador depending on what is 
the new ambassador's request and was you know the whole uh, working style the working requirements and then everything going to be changed so you know my 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 cycle is like every five years there is a turn <laughs> yeah and so when that happens i suppose it has mm. a big uh, impact on the the residents but i suppose something else that has a big impact on your work is the relationship between the uk and china mm. Perhaps tell us something, Rosanna, about the representation of the UK in Chinese media and what impact impact that has on your work at the residency. Uh, for example, like uh, back to 2007, when, uh, you know, President Xi visited uh, UK and then apparently uh, the UK and China relationship, diplomatic relationship entered into a golden era. So we, uh, uh, and then, uh, which reflected that the residents became uh, more and more open to China common people to, for example, we started to organize the open day and then just for people to register. And then we used to uh, accommodate, accommodate up to like uh, uh, thousands, maybe uh, 2,000, people coming to visit our residents and then we set up events here uh, as an open day and then to um uh how should i say it's to uh make the release and then we put it on the social media and then to show people that you know to more uh, social influence to create more social influence to uh, you know among the especially young people and also the uh, uh, you know you know just just uh, common people's life that how uh, UK culture and British culture are gonna uh, gonna you know if influence uh, your life and uh, uh, so residents also open started to open to you know, external organizers. Uh, of course, it has to be, for example, like uh, British companies, uh, organizations. Um, but it allows, you know, the um, British companies or organizers to um, organize their own event at residence as a venue, rather than there has to be a government official uh, background related to support so it gave the um, it gave the organizers um, very good strong support I should say that to uh, uplift their their you know their event and it will bring more benefit uh, to what they would like to uh, enhance or promote to the China market if they are if it is a commercial uh, company that would like to promote UK products to China market. I can see that uh, the door is just opened wider and wider and then to welcome more and more people to understand more about UK, about about British culture. And then I think um, up to 2019, uh, you know, the... Uh, the sudden change is because of the COVID situation. 
so there is a extreme time we're just totally locked down, and then it seems like everything gonna change. Everything has been changed, uh, including including the UK and China relation, including the policy bilateral policies, and the how we how we uh, cope with with situation, and also how residents uh, is going to be used by uh, government. Uh, I mean, I, I can see that um, it's a little bit different from uh, the previous years, especially currently. Not only be, uh, not only because of the pandemic situation, but also I think is um, uh, I can tell that uh, you know the door is a little bit. <laughs> I I, I, should, I don't know how to say it, but uh, uh, there will be there will uh, we set up a process of. Uh, uh, evaluate whether uh, certain uh, organizations can have can hold their event at residence rather than we're just open up to say yes, uh, welcome all, you know. Uh, so I can see a little bit difference now. Well, you, yeah. you preempted my question there, Rosanna. Yeah, sorry. So thank, you yeah. For, thank you for asking. Uh, thank you for, for going through that. I did want to ask then about... Um, the main challenges that you face currently within your work and what are the main skills that you need in order to overcome those challenges? Uh, I think the most, uh, uh, the big challenge, the biggest, I should say the biggest challenge is like, uh, you know, the period when one ambassador has left and then I'm, I'm kind of welcoming a new ambassador and then the whole told the whole working process the whole uh working uh, uh how can i say um the total working process has been changed uh which means that i need to adapt myself into a total new uh, not only uh i should say a new mental uh, a new thinking way of how I should adapt myself in into this new environment. Not only the, I mean, not only I mean the residents still the residents, but the people are totally different. Uh, uh, is I think that is the biggest challenge, big difficult moment that I ever uh, came across. Because, like I said before, it just every five years I need to challenge myself to adapt into different uh, uh, situation. I need to put myself into, into uh, piece, different pieces and then assemble them together in a different Rosanna. <laughs> I think that's, that's what, what, I, what I did to make sure that I will forget about everything uh, which is Maybe which used to be correct, but it's not the way to do it currently with new leadership, uh, with new requirements. Uh, so I think that's quite difficult, it's especially when, when I, you know, I, my age is <laughs> I'm getting older and older. I shouldn't say that, but uh, of course, the young people will quickly adapt a new environment, but, uh, you know. It is, it's quite difficult, I think, yeah. 
to me. Yeah, I would completely agree. And um, yeah, being able to adapt is certainly a skill that we try to um, to try and foster and develop um, within young people at schools. Although I'm not fully convinced that, that we're currently doing that in the best way possible. And I think your example, you know, points to a need for people to be able to accept changes and to work in very different ways. Um, how important do you think it is for, for children to learn some of those skills while they are still at school? I think um, it is very important for students to adopt. Uh, of course, I mean, I, I fully agree that it is very important for the student, for every every student to learn that skill, especially, you know, when probably when they face different environments, I mean, uh, if it, with different culture background, that they can, when, when they feel that there are difference and then there are big differences rather than that, like you're still uh, in a similar environment with similar culture background, but actually there, there's a totally contrast of each other, different nationalities. And that's the reason why we strongly recommend young people to brought their mind to different countries to, uh, you know, have a life of diversity. Uh, I think that's the way to uh, merge themselves into, um, you know, different requirements quickly uh, rather than stick to the old tradition and complain. I suppose that's something that doesn't come very naturally to, uh, to everybody, particularly for <laughs> students who have had to spend a lot of time learning online. Um, I know that the, the situation in Beijing at the moment, the, the schools are currently closed and students have online learning. Do you think it's still possible for students to um, to embrace an environment of of different cultures in an online environment, or do you think it's more important for them to to go out into the world and have these experiences in person, or is there something oh, in, in the middle? Yeah. There? Well, actually, uh, for myself, I I always feel like uh, you know just do something online is always the the backup rather than, uh, you know, I, I still feel like, you know, physically you go to another country and then you just uh, personally feel and then enjoy um, the differences. So that would be the most important rather than, you know, sit on the, in front of, sit in front of your computer, of, but, you know, learn something else. But you can still learn, but of course, um, it, it is not the personal experience so you can touch you can feel and that's also very important uh, but of course uh, currently you see the social media really de developed rapidly um, we have tick 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 what was that tiktok uh, in english in douyin i mean chinese uh, TikTok. the one tiktok yeah which really i mean it's getting so popular among young people and then and then also like a weibo and a wechat and then all the social media gives uh, you know people 
uh, more chance, more opportunities, and also more chances to understand the whole world. Uh, it's not like uh, uh, if you not if you are not going to uh, go abroad by yourself, and then you you wouldn't know what's going on in the world. But I personally, I still feel like you have to go by yourself uh, one day if possible. I mean, especially when the COVID situation finished. Uh, there, there's no exception that you can experience uh, by yourself. Yeah, that's what I, I, I thought. I think, yeah, I should say that. So if, if you know, for example, after the pandemic, students are able to yeah. travel uh, freely again and, and to visit other countries, what skills and competencies do you think that those students can learn through mm. those experiences that could be helpful for them in the workplace in the future? Um, you see, I have been talking with different um, students, with different young people in China, especially in Beijing. And then uh, some of them came back from, you know, US, US, and some of them came back from UK. And or maybe uh, I know uh, someone in middle school, their, their, their parents still sent them to the local, I mean, still to the international middle school as well. So they're also preparing for heading up to uh, go abroad uh, in, uh, in a few years. Uh, so I, I think um, students who uh, came back uh, from other countries uh, to China, they became more. Um, how should they became more flexible, uh, more open-minded? This open-minded is not uh, the concept of character 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 part. Is uh, you know one their attitude to see the differences between countries. And then why, for example, why, uh, uh, you know, some policies can be taking place at U.S. or some policies will be will be working in China. For example, especially this uh, pandem pandemic zero policy that in China, which it seems like only China in the world is doing this rather than, you know, but the whole rest of the world is kind of like people are, enjoy free, are enjoying free life there. So, um, and then um, young people came coming back to China from outside of, uh, from, from like uh, they finished their, their study either in UK or in, in, in US and then it came back, they became more uh, emotionally strong, I should say that. Uh, they um, also um, kind of like optimistic and then to easy, easy to accept the difficulties uh in in their life um so i think the only reason is because they uh, grown up uh as a young child in china and then they had a different life in a different country and then by knowing the difference of different cultures and uh, they have their they grown up in in a in a different environment and then they combine everything together um, which you know gave them the the nutrition to 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 develop themselves in the future. That's fascinating to hear, Rosanna. Thank you so much for sharing, <laughs> and and thank you indeed for ask, answering all of those other questions. 
Um, no I did just I did just have one other question that I'd like to ask you if it's okay. Um, something yep. I'm, I'm asking some of our other guests on this podcast series as well. Um, yep. Do you have a, a book or a piece of music or a film that has inspired you <laughs> recently that you could share with us? Uh, recently, actually, you know, uh, maybe it's not recently. Is that okay? <laughs> Of course, that's but, fine. Uh, but yeah, but I I did. I mean, I also uh, I do enjoy reading it. I mean, time by time, uh, is because for this book I also use it as my graduate thesis when I graduated from you know university as an English major, which is the old man and the sea. <laughs> yes, and then written by the the author is Hemingway. Uh, I. I do love this book. I know it's a it's a very well known one, and it's a not a, a kind of a, maybe not a I, I I don't know whether it's uh, how do you feel when I uh, said this talk about this book, but I still feel like the first time when I started uh, to read, I I felt you know the courage and also how brave the old man. And uh, the 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 strong emotion between the the create the creator uh, and also human being, um, so which reflects me to you know just to feel like uh, now is the nature also this kind of like this virus coming up and there's kind of big challenge to human being. Uh, but how how the, the whole uh, worldwide the, the people are gonna reflect to this virus? Um, you know, it seems like uh, there's a lot of spiritual uh, support to you know the people in the whole world to to combine together to understand each other despite of all these um, differences uh, and also difficulties in 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 the world uh, to defeat this virus. So I, for, for years, uh, I still love this novel. <laughs> so I just want to recommend maybe, you know, that, uh, you know, good uh, novel, good book will never, will never gone with time. They're still there, always uh, vivid uh, and have a, have a vivid life there. <laughs> Well, I'm a, also a very big fan of this book, Rosanna. So it's splendid yeah. <laughs> to hear you, you to hear you speaking about it. Thank you so so very much indeed Thank for you. for Thank your time you. and your energy. Thank you, today. Daniel. Uh, Thank it's you. wonderful catching up as always. Um, Thank you. We'll we'll catch up again soon. Um, and just Thank a, you so much. a quick message to our audience. Thank you once again for joining Thank us. You. Okay, um, I no look problem. forward to hearing from you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the First Dead Talks podcast series. We hope you enjoyed it. Our next episode is coming out soon, so don't forget to follow and subscribe so you can stay in touch.